the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready, set, spend. It's a range of options, and uh, the next step is to have a discussion with a range of members about the path forward. Shoppers run for their lives in Tennessee. I got off that red. I said, oh, no, these are gunshots. I got out of there. Plans for booster shots advance. The goal is to prevent serious illness and COVID-19 from anyone in the country, for everyone in the country. So, so this isn't about who deserves a booster, but it's about who needs a booster. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Friday, September 24th. I'm Rich Thomason. Top congressional Democrats say they and the White House have agreed on a framework to pay for their proposed $3.5 trillion spending blitz. GOP Senator Rick Scott of Florida telling Salem Radio's Hugh Hewitt he's worried about the impact on America's families. You know, their budget in this deal, the three, three and a half, which is really five and a half trillion dollars, will take our debt to $45 trillion. Now, let's look at what's happening in families right now with inflation. It's hurting our poorest families. It's hurting our families on fixed income. And the Democrats are causing all this with their spending, and they don't want to be responsible for it. They are responsible for what's going on. Hugh asking Scott if he thinks any Republican will vote for this. We have a clean, continuing resolution that McConnell and, and Richard Shelby put together that will deal with not We're not going to do the debt ceiling. That's the Democratic responsibility. We'll keep the government open. We will help um, with the Afghan refugees, and we'll also help with the disaster relief for Louisiana. So ours is clean, all right? And But the Democrats don't want to do it. I don't know if we'll even get a vote on it. So the Democrats might shut down government. I don't think they will, but they could decide to shut down government. Hugh expects the legacy media to blame Republicans if the government does shut down. But Scott isn't so sure about that. I mean, we've been very clear. This is something the Democrats can do by themselves. They're doing the spending by themselves. They can raise the debt ceiling by themselves. Colorado Congressman Ken Buck tells the Salem Radio Network it is possible there may be some resistance to passing the $3.5 trillion bill. No Republican should be voting for this, and, and hopefully uh, we'll get some Democrats moving over. And certainly uh, Joe Manchin has talked about the, the price tag on the $3.5 trillion as being too high, and so is Senator Sinema. And so uh, I, I hope in the Senate, on the Senate side we get that. Senator Scott accusing the Democrats of pursuing their spending spree without regard to the consequences. They are voting to raise the debt to $45 trillion. That's what they're doing. Wow. Wow. And, and will, will the full faith and credit of the United States be compromised because of Democratic inactivity? It's, it's up to the Democrats. I mean, you, look, we have, we have a variety of bills. I have... I have the, a bill with uh, Pat Toomey, the full faith and credit. We said we will not default, but we're going we're gonna to prioritize our spending. We'll take care of our veterans, our, our seniors, um, the, and we'll make sure we pay, our, we pay our interest. I've got a bill that says going forward, we're not going to keep doing this, so it's going to take a two-thirds vote every time you have a, a bill that has deficit spending. But the Democrats want to do nothing to fix this. They want to keep spending money to oblivion. Tax hikes, big part of the new legislation. President Biden hammering away at the 
fairness theme. That is, having the wealthy pay what the Democrats consider their fair share. Daybreak Insider's Eric Cudd says that when it comes to Mr. Biden, this may be a case of do as I say, not as I do. Fox News reports the president may have avoided paying Medicare taxes before he took office and could owe the IRS up to $500,000. This according to a Congressional Research Service report. Representative Jim Banks, chairman of the Conservative Republican Study Committee, says while the president hopes to raise taxes by over $2 trillion, claiming the rich need to pay their fair share, records indicate in 2017 multimillionaire Joe Biden skirted his payroll taxes, the very taxes that fund Medicare and Obamacare. Banks said the report shows Biden improperly used S-corporations while he and First Lady Jill Biden made over $13 million on speaking fees and book sales. This from 2017 and 2018. However, they counted less than 800000 of it as salary that could be taxed for Medicare. Fox News says the $3.5 trillion bill that would help fund child care, education, and health care, which will target tax avoidance while raising taxes on people in high-income brackets, has a provision that would close loopholes similar to the one Biden used, though the report indicates Biden would still owe taxes under the current rules. While the report does not name the president, it analyzes cases where the IRS won judgments against taxpayers improperly exploiting S-corporations to avoid the Medicare tax. When the Bidens released their tax returns during the presidential campaign, it showed the couple saved up to $500,000 avoiding the 3.8% self-employment tax using S-corporations. Some experts believe that the IRS does not have the resources to investigate all the taxpayers who may abuse S-corporations to avoid taxes. Senator Scott figures the Biden policies just might help the Republicans regain control of Congress in the upcoming midterm elections. As those elections draw closer, many states will see redistricting. And a group that's charged with coordinating the GOP's redistricting efforts has tapped former Secretary of State Pompeo, Former New Jersey Governor Christie is national co-chairs. Christie says that he and Pompeo signed on to help Republican candidates win House races in the midterm. Anytime I'm on a stage or any place else with Mike Pompeo, I know I'm going to hear smart, tough, logical talk. And that's why I agreed to pair with him on this, because if we have smart, tough, logical talk that leads to fair maps that are constitutional, the Republicans will be in the House majority in 2023. Hugh Hewitt considers Christie and Pompeo as potential candidates in the 2024 presidential race. U.S. officials say the Biden administration's special envoy to Haiti has resigned, protesting the large-scale expulsion of Haitian migrants to their homeland. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says that Daniel Foote was always able to speak his mind. Special Envoy Foote had ample opportunity to raise concerns about migration during his tenure. He never once did so. Now, that wasn't his purview. His purview was, of course, being the special envoy on the ground. His positions were and his views were put forward. They were valued. They were heard. Different policy decisions were made in some circumstances. Psaki says that Foote's views, when he did express them, were not ignored. There have been multiple senior-level policy conversations on Haiti where all proposals, including those uh, led by Special Envoy Foote, were fully considered in a rigorous policy process. 
It happened at a grocery store in suburban Memphis. A gunman opened fire. This woman, a cashier at the Kroger store in Collierville, Tennessee, tells WMC-TV that she wasn't sure what she was hearing when the shots first rang out. All I heard was gunshot, and I saw a couple of customers, like, we heard it was like balloons, like like popping the balloons. And then the other thing I heard was a couple of more gunshots, and I said to myself, that's not a balloon, that's gunshot. Cool under fire, she led others from the scene. The customers that came with me, I said, you all follow me, come to the back of the store. So we ran to the back of the store. I said, go, 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 go. One person died, 12 others were wounded. The gunman died, apparently, of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. With Pfizer's COVID booster now authorized in the U.S., government advisors reconvene to determine who should roll up their sleeves first. Late Wednesday, the Food and Drug Administration signed off on the third shot of the Pfizer vaccine for those 65 and older, people at high risk of severe illness, and healthcare professionals and others facing a higher infection risk because of the kind of work they do. In a meeting of CDC advisors, Dr. Matthew Daly said that nothing is set in stone. The decisions that we're going to make are decisions for today, and they really can and will and should be readdressed as the circumstances and as the data warrant. So in other words, these are interim recommendations. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky says there is still a clear priority even as the boosters are considered. We remain committed to continuing our robust efforts to vaccinate as many people as possible here in America and around the world. And as the U.S. and other countries consider boosters, leaders of African nations are calling for wider distribution of vaccines for first shots. Speaking at the U.N.'s annual meeting, African leaders denounced vaccine inequity, including Namibian President Hage Gengob. Vaccine apartheid has resulted in significant disparities. The president of Tanzania, Samia Salulu Hassan, says the level of vaccine inequity seen by African countries is appalling. Most of our countries have inoculated less than 2% of our populace and thus seek more vaccines for our people. Other countries are about to roll out the third dose. The director general of the World Health Organization says only about 15% of promised donations of vaccines have been delivered. He says they need 2 billion doses right away to achieve a target of 40% of the population of every country by the end of this year. I'm Jennifer King. Finally this morning, Daybreak Insider's Bernie Bennett says House Minority Whip Republican Steve Scalise is condemning a Democrat abortion bill. In a paper released to the press, the Louisiana Republican accuses House Speaker Nancy Pelosi of pushing a bill he says aims to codify and expand access to abortion and invalidate every pro-life law in the country. Scalise wrote Democrats are holding a vote on the Pro-Abortion Women's Health Protection Act. However, this bill should really be called the Abortion on Demand Until Birth Act. He says H.R. 3755 treats abortion like one more medical procedure and devaluates the sanctity of life. He says House Republicans will fight to protect all human life and stop the radical left's push for abortion on demand. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. Join us again on Monday. I'm Rich Thomason.
Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.